Hello and welcome to the Helix Reviews Podcast. My name is David, bringing you reviews from a Christian Geek worldview. And today on the show, I'm going to be reviewing the new video game, Silent Hill, The Short Message. So this is a new game that was just kind of shadow dropped on us here, coming out of the state of play that happened a few days ago. So I'm going to talk about, I'm going to start off with the state of play. I'm going to go through a few things in the state of play because there was a lot of things in this one that I really liked. And then I'm going to get into the review of the game. State of play, if you don't know, is uh, like PlayStation's way to announce and show trailers and stuff for games. They'll have a little video that has, you know, five or six games all packed into one where they announce new things, they show trailers and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, they showed a whole bunch of stuff in this January state of play here that they released, uh, I think of January 31st or something, like right at the end of January is when they released this. And the biggest thing to me probably is the Death Stranding 2. First off, it's got a name now, Death Stranding 2 On the Beach is what it's called. And uh, this looks insane. Like, the first Death Stranding was also insane uh but man they they are adding just so many crazy insane elements to this you, you got like this uh doll character that is like stop motion so he's like moving in slower frames per second than every other character in the game you got a guy that's like playing a guitar that shoots out lightning to to, to fight people <laughs> you got you got uh a spaceship flying out of a baby's mouth. <laughs> you have uh, Norman Reedus as like a blue guy or like a grayscale bluish kind of character for a while in the game. Like I have no idea what's going on. Extremely weird, but it looks super cool. Like visually, it looks amazing. And uh, the first game also had all the really weird, bizarre stuff and was really good. I like the. Uh, I like that it seems like the story is about Lou again. I mean, the first story, you know, it was about a bunch of different stuff, but a, a lot of the. A lot of kind of the heart of that story came out of the relationship we, you have with Lou, with this little baby you carry around in a pod for the whole game. This one, it, it seems like, okay, something happened with Lou, and we don't know what happened with Lou. Norman Reedus, like, thinks he knows what happened with Lou, but then, like, something else happened. There's more to it for sure, and so we gotta figure out what more is to it. There is a scene where they're talking about, you know, oh my goodness, you know, you killed Lou, he says, but there's, there's obviously more to it. And then there's this robot that comes out and starts fighting. And then the baby, there's a baby laugh, like when the robot is fighting, which makes me go, this, this robot thing is not Lou, is it? That would be insane if it is. I don't know. I have no idea. It's just super weird, super confusing, but it'll fit into whatever story that they're talking about here with Death Stranding 2. And, and I, I really enjoyed the first one, and I, I'm looking forward to this one a lot. Uh, they're releasing Foam Stars on uh, just straight to PlayStation Plus, so uh, I'll, I'll play this game. It, it looks like one of those... Uh, what is that game that is on the uh, Switch that it just has the squids, and you throw paint everywhere, and whoever gets the most paint on the, the track wins kind of thing? Uh, it seems like that kind of game, only with foam. You're throwing foam everywhere, and whoever gets the most foam and in the map wins kind of thing, but then there's different modes and stuff. It looks like it could be interesting, looks like it could be fun, nothing I'm too extremely excited for, but it uh, looks like it could be cool. Helldivers 2 looks like it could be cool as well. We got a, another trailer for that. That's coming out real soon here. Uh, Judas. So, okay, Judas looks really interesting. You know, okay, so th th this is made by the guy who made the Bioshock games. Well, Bioshock, uh, the first one, and then Bioshock Infinite. So he made those two games fantastic. Some of my favorite games. I absolutely love those 
those games. Uh, so I'm looking forward to, you know, whatever he's doing next. He's been working on this game since Bioshock Infinite. Bioshock Infinite came out in the PlayStation 3 time period. So he completely missed 4, and now he's, you know, a ways into 5. And it's just like, what in the world, man? This guy's been working on this game for forever. He's talked about this, this game, or he's talked about working on a game that is, like, narrative Legos is what he said so like you can p piece together the uh, the pieces of a narrative like Legos and he said that's what he wants to make for his next game and so it's like okay that sounds really intriguing I don't know exactly what that would mean or what that would be but that sounds really intriguing watching the trailer for this like I really do not see that in this that said, this looks super cool. This this looks very much like Bioshock. I mean, it, it looks very Bioshock. Yeah, I was thinking he was gonna get more away from Bioshock, like more to, towards something different, you know. But it's not. It's it's very Bioshocky. It seems like you have you know a gun in one hand and a superpower in the other. You're in a weird environment and there's some kind of weird story and weird characters and stuff going on, which is what Bioshock does, you know. So it's like it seems very Bioshocky. It looks like it's gonna be cool. It looks like it's gonna be fun. Like, I'm definitely looking forward to it, and uh, Ken Levine, the name of the, the creator there, is just, he, he's, a, he's a visionary. I mean, he, he has, like, really interesting, unique kind of ideas that uh, a lot of people like myself included. So I'm looking forward to Judas, for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to hear, uh, to figure out why, why it's called Judas, you know, what what uh some somebody's gonna get betrayed or something here, I assume. But, uh, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to this game. They announced a Metro VR game, which, uh, you know, I've played some of the Metro games, and I've really liked the Metro games. Like, uh, well, Metro Exodus specifically. I really liked Metro Exodus. That was a really cool game. Uh, you know, some of the other ones, I've, I've played a teensy bit of some of the other ones, but Metro Exodus is the main one, and it was really cool. This one's a VR game. I don't have the VR headset or anything. It looks super cool. Like, if I ever, you know, get the VR headset, this is definitely one I want to check out because this looks super cool. But uh, but since I don't have the VR headset, it's it's something I, I can't have for now. Uh, Rise of Ronin. So this is a game that looks pretty cool, too. So this is... Uh, Another samurai game, you know, it seems like after Ghost of Tsushima came out and did like really well, it seems like a lot of people are like, oh my goodness, let's start making the samurai games now. Because you have uh, Trek to Yao or Trek to something, I, for I forget the exact name of that one, which was a samurai game. You got Wo Long, which is another samurai game that I think is getting a sequel now. You got Rise of Ronin. And so it's like you got all of these samurai games all of a sudden coming out after that one came out. So it's like, huh, interesting. It seems like that one did really well. And so they're all, everybody's like, oh my goodness, time to start doing the samurai games now. I said, this looks super cool. Like, uh, one thing I kind of wished in Tales of Tsushima is that they would have went a little bit more in the fantastical direction. They, they stuck very kind of realistic and, and kind of grounded with it, you know, not going into any fantasy type stuff. This one, it seems like they're going into the fantasy stuff a little bit more. Like, it, it, there was, like, a little bit of, like, some kind of monster or something in there. Uh, there's also, like, he's got, like, a wing suit kind of thing where he, like, jumps off a, a house and it pops out and he kind of glides along, you know? And it looks like old-fashioned samurai-looking wingsuit. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's pretty cool. There's some definitely some cool stuff in here. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to Rise of Ronin as well. They announced a Until Dawn remaster for the PlayStation 5. Uh, I, I enjoyed the first Until Dawn. I mean, I the first Until Dawn was, like, in my opinion, it's good, but it's, it's like it, it should have, it, it could have been better. It, it's one of those games that's like 
the Detroit Become Human and Beyond Two Souls type games, only it's it's just not on the level of those games, in my opinion. Like, those games have figured out more how to do the, the very storytelling-focused games where you just make the choices and everything. This is that, but with just, just not quite as well done, in my opinion. Am I going to play a remaster of it? No, probably not, honestly. Uh, but... You know, hopefully this drums up enough for a sequel, you know, I would be down to, I, I would definitely play a sequel, you know, so it's like, I'd be down for that. I like, I liked the first Until Dawn and I like some of these, uh, they're doing the Dark Picture Anthology games now, uh, too. So it's like, you know, I, I like some of those games that I've played. I haven't played all of them, but, and I like the original Until Dawn. So I'd be more down with a, a sequel, but, uh, but a remaster here. Okay. You know, hopefully this drums up enough interest. And then... Okay, we see Silent Hill 2. So we see some gameplay of Silent Hill 2. This is a remake of Silent Hill 2 in the vein of the the Resident Evil remakes. And so, you know, instead of the, the cameras that are stuck and you just walk around, the, which I think is what the older Silent Hills were, it's definitely what the older Resident Evils were, uh... Instead, it's it's a third-person game where you, you the camera follows you as you walk around and there's monsters in all the fog as you go into Silent Hill and stuff. People say this is a great game, the original one. Uh, the, the trailer here looked awesome. It looked like... It looked like a version of Resident Evil, you know? It, it looked like that kind, that style of horror, which I love. And so, uh, yeah, I, I am very much looking forward to Silent Hill 2. And that's only heightened by the game that I played and I'm going to talk about in just a moment here. So what they do in this this video here, the state of play, is they say, oh, okay, you know, we got this other Silent Hill coming, we got this thing coming, we got that thing coming, and also, here's a trailer for a Silent Hill game, and then, so you're, like, watching, it's like, oh, this is cool, this is interesting, it's first person, that's not, you know, typical for the Silent Hill games, and, you know, it's like, okay, so some weird, creepy stuff going on here, and then it's like, it's out now, and it's free. And so I was like, oh, my goodness, okay, <laughs> all right, sounds good. And so I download it, I play it, it's about two hours long, Silent Hill, let's talk about that game. Maybe I can be like her. Silent Hill, The Short Message. Anita mysteriously wakes up in an apartment, an abandoned apartment that she was supposed to meet her friend Maya in, and then she's trapped in there for some reason, and then she must escape her own fears and the monsters lurking in the corridors to discover the truth behind the events that she's trapped in and kind of living over and over, and try to escape before her own trauma consumes her will to survive. PT was also a game that was shadow dropped that was connected to Silent Hill and that also had something of a looping mechanic. That that game was much more of a looping game. That game, you walk down the same hallway and, and like corridor like so many times in that game. This one, you do several times. So there is kind of some of those same elements as PT, but a little bit less so. There's more environments, there's more areas, and there's more stuff to this game than what I've seen from PT. I've not played PT, but I saw uh, a bunch of gameplay and stuff from it. 
Let's start off with the story since a big part of this experience is the story. So, uh, I thought the story of this game was very affecting. It, it was very well done. It pulls at your heartstrings and it, it introduces some characters here that, that you can sympathize with and that you're trying to, you know, you're kind of rooting for here. And so the main character here, Anita, is very depressed she's very depressed she's very anxious and she is kind of suicidal and so that's that's kind of what this thematically what this game is all about is it's kind of an anti uh suicide kind of game where it's saying hey you have something to live for even if you don't think so even if even if you know you've convinced yourself in your head that nobody loves you and all this kind of stuff no it's not true there there is people that love you and even if you don't even know it right now and stuff which thematically I think is is good. I mean that that's you know, and then there's some other points in here that they bring up for reasons to live and stuff, which I won't get into for spoiler reasons and stuff. But it's like it's it's I think it's all basically good stuff, you know. And and if you want to add on top of that the fact that Jesus loves you as well, and that you know Jesus does not want you to commit suicide as well, and he wants to comfort you and bless you and you know bring you into his fold, you know. So it's like you know there's there's you could add another element on top of that that of course this game does not add on top of that. The story here is very effective though. I think it does a good job at getting into the the mind of this this girl that is, you know, that is constantly, you know, trash talking herself and just constantly disparaging herself and it's, you know, she's and and there's trauma in her her past and stuff that is kind of pushing her towards this point too. And so she's dealing with all this and once you get into the kind of silent hill aspect of it, there's all these monsters and creatures and things that add to the intensity and the emotions of the situation, but also kind of thematically fit with some of the uh, things that she went through and, and some of the, the trauma and stuff like that. They kind of fit the monsters to the the different aspects of the story like that in a way that I think is, is really cool. And from what I've heard of the previous Silent Hill games is one that kind of fits what the Silent Hill games are about as far as, you know, connecting some of the monsters and the creature feature type stuff to the story thematically and stuff. So that's cool as well. This this game is definitely, uh, it, it's like a scary game. It, it, is, it is dark, it is moody, it is creepy, and it, it knows how to unsettle you, you know? And then, of course, there is those sequences where it's like, oh my goodness, here's a monster, run, kind of sequences where it's just kind of scary, you know? And so it's, it's good stuff. Uh, Gameplay-wise, there's there is not a ton to this game. Uh, it's you know it, a lot of it is you're walking around, you're exploring the area, you're trying to find paths to go, you're you're seeing different things and discovering different things. Uh, you know some people might say that this is like a walking simulator or something, you know, which is maybe kind of a, a disparaging way to look at this kind of game. But you know when I was when I was playing it, because most of the gameplay is you just kind of walking around and looking at stuff and and just kind of exploring environments and stuff. That said, it never felt like the gameplay was lacking to me while I was playing it, you know? It, it always felt like I had something to do. It always felt like I was, you know, pursuing a goal or I, I was going after something. And so it, it never felt meaningless. It never felt like I was just walking around not doing anything. Or it never felt like I needed, you know, a gun to start shooting the monsters or whatever. Because that's, that's not really what this game is about. This game is more, you know, about these characters. And it's more about 
the oh my goodness monsters we gotta hide we gotta run we gotta that kind of that kind of aspect with the monsters not we're fighting the monsters kind of thing like well like a, a lot of the resident evil games so while the gameplay is simplistic i think i think it is perfectly suited to what the game was trying to do and it works and it i never really had a big issue with it if it was longer than a two-hour game if this was a you know a 10 to 15 hour game you know they probably would have needed to add some more things in here but since it's the the short two-hour game this it just works perfectly it's just absolutely fine i will say okay if we're gonna if we're gonna critique one of the the gameplay elements in here that i didn't like i guess this is a a design element of the the map and stuff uh there's a few times in the game where you have to go through these like mazes in the dark and there's like some creatures or whatever you know there's some scary stuff but but basically you're in the dark you have to go through a maze and find your way out the other side so it's like okay I'm not good at directions, so this is like this is something that whenever this kind of thing happens in a game, that it it, it annoys me more than anything. Uh, and these sequences, you know, they were exciting, they were intense, and the first few times it happened, it wasn't bad because you you basically just got to get from one point to the other point, and you know I'm lost wandering around in there, but I, I find my way out, you know, and it's all right. There is one at the end of the game, so it's not not it's not really a spoiler. It's just a spoiler for a mechanic, I guess, you know. So I, I guess if you don't want to know about uh, a a maze at the near the end of the game, <laughs> here you go. Uh, but basically there's a maze, but instead of just having to find your way through the maze, you, you like have to find several things in the maze. And I, I just so lost in, in this maze and everything. It's very annoying, very frustrating. And so like that ending section of the game, which is, it's, it's really only, you know, five to 10 minutes long. It's, it's short, but it's like, you're in there long enough that I'm just going, oh my goodness, come on. And I, I keep dying and I can't, I cannot figure this thing out. It's so frustrating that eventually I just, I, I quit and I didn't play the end of the game. And instead I watched a YouTube video starting and watched through them play that maze. And then the last few minutes of the game, cause it was literally like the end of the game. So really, the thing that I missed uh, playing the game is uh, is the frustrating part that I tried and failed to do, and then it was primarily like cutscenes and stuff that that wrapped up the game after that. So I, I did not miss too much as far as that goes. But take you know take that with a, a grain of salt as far as hey I, I didn't technically finish the game. That said. I really enjoyed this. Like, I, I hope with the new Resident Evil 2, and, and, and they're supposedly they're working on a new, like, original Resident Evil game too, I think. Um, so it's like, I, I hope with that stuff, they don't, you know, make these weird puzzle or weird maze things that are really obnoxious and annoying, in my opinion. But... Apart from that, I think this game is so well done. It's it's creepy, it's scary, it's got cool, weird monsters in it, and it's got a, a story that is very affecting. It pulls on your heartstrings, and it, it knows how to uh, pull the emotion out of you, and, and it knows how to tell a, the, a good kind of anti-suicide type of message, which I think is good. So overall, I really enjoyed Silent Hill, the short message. Have you played this? What'd you think? Hey, it's it's free on the PlayStation Store. You can download it and play it right now if you want to. It's good. I would recommend it if you like horror games. So, that's it for this time. This is David of the Helix Reviews Podcast signing out. Bye-bye, guys. <laughs>